Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Skylar. And I'm Max. During quarantine, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. It didn't take long for us to become completely obsessed with the show. And one of the things we loved the most about the show were the brilliant end credits. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we'll go episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credit sequences. We're excited to have you join us on the very first credit score spinoff, Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. Go. See, it's for the way you chip chip a H is for how you chip chip a a plus. I, oh, he's still it's going. For, I love it when Max says chip chip a <laughs> P is for please Max for the love of God enough with the chip chip a That's it. I spelled chip as in chip chip a I wasn't, I like got, I was like, is he spelling Tina? And then I panicked because I wasn't listening. Oh, I should have spelled w- Tina. I was, I was like spelling really, chip. wow. You, were, you wrote that. There was a lot of emotions that you went through, by the way. It was it was like, okay, I get it. This has to do with this episode. Uh-huh. Um, then it was, okay, cool. Two lines. That's good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let's get this started. And then it was like, oh, he's still going. And then there was a panic because I couldn't figure out what you were spelling because yeah, I wasn't listening. Right, right. You didn't start from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, it, it was a disaster, as most of my chip chipperers are. I mean, the Jimmy accent was phenomenal, though. It wasn't my best Jimmy. I was a little concerned about the what I was saying. It's like when you do a really good impression and someone's like, oh, Skylar does a great impression. Like, do it. It's like horrible. Is it just yeah. too much pressure? Yeah. You do a great impression of Cheyenne from Superstore. We'll never just, be able to recreate yeah, it. If I ask you to do it on the spot, it never works. Hello. <laughs> it's nice to see you, even though I see you every single day. But we're here. I'm here. You're here. Biscuit here. It's here. He's passed out. He had a long, crazy morning and he's ready to sleep for us yep. our recording. Yeah. What else do we do on this podcast? Talk about Bob's. I'm really excited. This is a great episode. I have some fun facts for you today. I'm I'm like pumped about this so episode. So we're ready to go. Should we do Bob Hunter Max Pun so we get into the episode? I think so. Let's do it. Okay. Skylar, your first pun is nothing compares to blue cheeseburger. Oh. Um nothing compares to blue cheeseburger. Um, Bob. Yes. Your next pun is the Parmesan pen burger. Bob. Max. Oh, damn it. I feel like Bob, like Sean Penn, is, lives around in his head. That's an interesting 
person to live in his head. I just feel I, like age-wise, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the name of the character he plays in Fast Times at Ridgemont High? I should know that. I don't know. I, I, it's driving me crazy that I can't think That's of That's also, I haven't seen that. Oh. It's one of those that I could like talk about it as if I've huh. seen it, but I haven't. We'll watch it. He's funny in that. But that feels like the, a Gene reference, Sean Penn. Yes. Fa- any Fast Times at Ridgemont, we always talk about how Gene, he, I feel like Gene references stuff from my childhood. You know, I'm, I'm in my late 30s. And Gene, all of Gene's references, he should not be referencing stuff that an 11-year-old references. And I, I love, love it. it. Yeah. It's so great. I also um, love a Parmesan crisp on a burger, so I would like this. We what can is- make a par- Parmesan pen burger yeah. at some point. Although, I think Sean Penn's a little problematic. He's very problematic. Oh, but okay. Parmesan on a burger is yeah. not. Yeah. Sometimes he overacts, and sometimes he's fantastic. <laughs> I don't- he's one of those ones, he reminds me of like a kind of like... Pacino and De Niro, and that they've had these incredible careers and incredible so they're roles. Like, I'm just gonna throw the spaghetti on the wall. Yeah, <laughs> like, but like certain certain roles, you're like, whoa, buddy. Okay, <laughs> we get it. You're acting. <laughs> okay, are you ready for your next yes. pun? Okay, I'll try and do an impression here. I'll be bok choy. Burger. You. Yes. And your final pun is get your leak on burger. Get your leak on. Come get your leak on. You. Yes. Yes. You got them all right this week, right? No, you said Parmesan was Bob. Bob, yeah. Close. You got one wrong. 75%. One of these days, I'm not going to do it because we've had too many episodes, but Mm -hmm. if a fan out there, if a listener has got some time on their hands and wants to go through the early parts of our episodes and see what Skylar is all time, go for it. (laughs) I I will shout you out on, on... the podcast will shout you out yes i think Make people do- would would like to give their time for a shout out yeah that seems fair okay well um <laughs> we'll give you a biscuit for a week oh oh we'll miss him too much we'll sorry you can have him for about six minutes okay so i did average which is classic skylar you just got one wrong that's pretty good that's a winning record glass half full i like that yeah um it's usually the other way around i know you're, you're half full i'm half empty <laughs> yeah Okay, should we get into this episode? Yes. Since we're really excited about it. Skylar, can I have the title and synopsis for Season 3, Episode 17, please? Yes. The title is Two for Tina. Jimmy Jr. had a chance to hitch his trailer to the Tina truck, but now it's headed down the highway to Joshville, Hong Kong, a.k.a. When Josh, the dreamy milk refrigerator boy from Fresh Feed, asks Tina to his school dance, Jimmy Jr. majorly regrets not accepting Tina's invite to their school dance. It's scientific proof that you want what you can't have. And so, Jimmy asks Louise and Jean to help him win Tina back. Naturally, they dress Jimmy Jr. up as a singing and dancing horse. It does not work. Meanwhile, the Renz Chaperone Wagstaff School Dance. Linda's determined to give Bob the iconic experience he missed out on as a kid. And she does. She vomits peach schnapps all over him as they sway on the streamer-decorated dance floor. This episode came out on March 17th, 2013, and was written by Scott Jacobson and directed by Wes Archer. Woo-woo. Hong Kong. This is a great episode. I love this episode. So you mentioned we got the return of Josh, who was her milk aisle romance from Lindependent Woman. Exactly. Which was a few episodes ago. Yes. Um, Another great episode. Voiced by Ben Schwartz, who we mentioned. Yes. John Ralphio from 
Parks and Recs. Yeah. I always say Parks and Recs. Like nope. Rex, like T-Rex. We both, did, we both little tiny Arr. hands. <laughs> the tiny T-Rex <laughs> arms. Um, People really miss out by not getting to see us on this thing. I know. Um, it's pretty spastic. So you're just jumping right into Joshville. Because I have some fun facts about it. No, I'm, I, I, I don't mean to jump on. You did the fun facts for this week. I don't mean to jump on your... Your oh, no, Josh I just, facts. I thought that was an interesting entry point because we, spoiler alert, we have two new characters and the return of Josh. So there's so much good stuff happening here. Yeah. Where Should do you we start, start with Josh? I think Let's, we, okay. he's on your heart. Josh, on your heart I, I'm, and mind. I'm thinking about Josh and his bandaid in the milk aisle. All right. So did you know he got a makeover? For this episode. No, he, he did? He got a redesign. What is... Oh, really? So, they thinned out his eyebrows. We're so, going to have to put a side-by-side up on the I know. on the socials. So, his eyebrows now look like mine did in middle school because if you grew up in... If you were born in the 90s, we plucked away. Plucked way too much. So, they decided to thin out his eyebrows. And then he also has um, an outfit makeover. So now he's in a tank top and he has his like stirrup tights and they give him a wristband. And he's like, a, he's a dancer. Was he, a, was he, a, did we know he was a dancer? No. In the, okay. No. So. so, but, but I, I view his um, clothing makeover as like how Linda has her like beach outfit. Like, I just feel that's his like dance school outfit. Got it. Um, because he does wear the outfit he wore in Linda Pendant Woman. To pick up Tina. So like one time during this episode, he's back in his classic t-shirt. I see. Yeah. Okay. Are you glad you now know that? I am glad I know that. The eyebrows kind of blew my mind. Like I didn't need to know that, but I'm glad I do. And yeah. the thing is like, that's going to be something that I remember and something <laughs> more important is is lost now, but I'm going to always remember that. Right. It's the important stuff that I lose. Right. Like Biscuit's birthday. You do not know Biscuit's birthday. <laughs> I just know it's in like October sometime. Yeah. 15th? No. 16th? Yes. Okay. I know <laughs> I know w- around when his birthday is. Yeah. Now we're starting to sound like crazy dog parents, which we are, but oh, let's let's wait, keep that. We're how many episodes in now? Like 36? I know. We've got we've got uh, th- this might not be 36, but that people know we're crazy dog parents. Also go look at our Instagram feed. Bob's credits <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. What Follow an us. organic promotion. <laughs> Um, and it was we'll the second that... time I mentioned our social media, so I figured Good I'd job. just toss it out here. Um, no, but we should put those side-by-sides up. All right. Now, are you ready to dive into our two character intros? Do you know what two characters are Yes. Introed? Let's save the big one for us for last, because we'll get into her. Oh, I, the other one is the big one to me. Oh, okay. We, you... It's Josh's friend. Right? No. no, you're not talking about Josh's friend? No, I oh. he's such a side character, I actually wasn't going to mention him. I think his name is Douglas. I love him. He's, he's hilarious. fabulous. Let me, I want to look up his name real quick. Do we see him in the series yeah, after this? Yeah, his name is Douglas. Yeah, I think he makes more appearances. He'll be back with Josh in a later episode. But yeah, Douglas, and he's he's hilarious. Wait, wait, wait. Before you, can you scroll down? What other episodes is he in? He'll be in... Tappy, 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 tap, 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 which is another Josh episode. Oh, I didn't even remember there was another Josh That episode, episode is going to be in season 10. So we've got a while until okay. we see we get them back. But I do. So we meet Douglas, who's, he's funny. Every line he has he's in this is pretty funny. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So he wasn't the other character. 
intro you're talking about? Um, no. Oh, who else we got before we get into our favorite? Little King Trash Mouth. Oh my God. How did I forget Little King Trash Mouth? I feel like when we were watching the episode, because we obviously watch it for research, Linda, you know, makes up Little King Trash Mouth. And I think we both wanted to like look at each other and be like, oh my God, is this the first time they mentioned? This is the first one. But we didn't. I think we wanted to like save it for the mic. By the way, we had a, we held a Instagram kind of like, tell us who your favorite side characters are. No one said Little King Trash Mouth. And I consider him a side character and he should be up there. I do too. He has a he has a whole arc. Should we play the clip where we first hear? Because it's one of our Let's favorite clips it. of all time. Yes. Okay. This is going to be the biggest, glitziest, bobbiest school dance ever. And if there's a chaperone king, it's going to be you. There's no such thing as a chaperone king. Well, there wasn't a raccoon king in our alley until I went out there and picked my favorite one. <laughs> His name's Little King Trashmouth. He's gay. He's gay. Yeah. Why? He's got a boyfriend. They just got married. <laughs> Why? Uh, <laughs> Bob's reaction just is, hmm, uh, what? <laughs> I love that line so much. That was when we first watched this show through the first time. That was one of the clips that was in our lexicon on a regular, like we'd quote it regularly. She is so sure about his backstory. Yeah. It is, I mean. Yeah. We wow. got Biscuit a raccoon toy and his name is Little King Trashmouth. Yeah. I'll get a picture of Biscuit. With Little King Trash Mouth, his raccoon toy for the uh, socials. For the gram. Yeah. All right. So what a moment. We won't officially see the raccoon um, until a few episodes later. Okay. Well, this is a big, an even bigger episode than I thought because it's two of my favorite side characters of all time. All right. Can not Douglas, in? though? Douglas is great. He's not one of my favorites. So this is also the episode that intros Jen the babysitter. Oh, my God. Look, if I had to put her head-to-head with Jocelyn, it might be a tough call. Jocelyn probably probably ekes out just barely ahead of Jen, but Jen... Because of her line, your arm looks like a burrito. You can't beat that line, and I can't (laughs) wait till we get to that episode so that we can play that clip. But, yeah, Jen is so funny and so such a great character. I Um, love monotone characters for some reason. By the way, do you know who voices her? I do know who voices her. Oh, we Mm -hmm. both did this research. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, one of our favorite writers. Go ahead. Wendy Molyneux. Yes. One of the Molyneux sisters does the voice of Jen. She's like racking up the character credits because she also did um, a dental hygienist too. Yeah. Dr. Yap's assistant. That's the only one I can remember right now, but there's a few more too. And it's... Such a good character. Should we play the Jen introduction scene? We should. Okay, so here's the first moment where we first meet Jen. She's sitting in the Belcher living room. No, we don't know she's sitting there right now. Oh, you're right. I don't right? want to spoil. We see yes, the outside of the that's apartment. That's the best part. Why do we have to get a stupid babysitter? What did I say about using that word? You're not stupid, Jen. I know. I brought this puzzle for the kids to do. Oh, look, it's nails all twisted up. I'm not saying it's unsolvable, but it's probably unsolvable. It's like the Rubens Cube of Nails. Yeah, that looks great, Jen. Oh, <gasps> done. Oh what else God. you got? Uh, We could look at my hands, one of my fingers. I got a cotton leaf blower, and so the knuckle didn't grow. Oh, look at the hand. Wow. That's great. Thank you. She is the best. She's a little, uh, a little Napoleon Dynamite-esque. Wendy Molino. We love you. You and your sister are just the greatest things on the planet, and, you know... 
come on the podcast with us. We'd love to do a little interview with you. Yeah. Maybe maybe someone can get that to them for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just a little busy with a whole other TV show. Right now they're and in writing the Deadpool Mar- 3. Is Deadpool Marvel? Deadpool is Marvel, but it's very... I feel like once you break into the Marvel world, like they keep using like... Yeah. Deadpool's like Marvel, but also Sony owned. So he hasn't been oh able to be goodness. in like other Marvel movies. It's a whole thing. Whoa. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Not to get sidetracked. Okay. But- yeah. Let's focus on Jen. Mm-hmm. I have a little fun fact about her little wobbly bit on Tell her me. finger that was caught uh, in the leaf blower. Yeah. So when she shows the kids her wobbly bit, it's on her right hand. She shows her wobbly bit. That sounds like a horrible a <laughs> euphemism. Little, little uh, sexual, if you ask me. Well, what would you call it? Um, flimsy finger, flimsy nub. Still, no. There's no way. There's no way to do it now without it. Without my that head going like, there. That sounds like British slang. Like you, you flimsy nub. It's like <laughs> how they talk dirty to each other <laughs> and, and over, over uh, on the other side of the pond. Yeah, that was the worst British accent ever. Anyway, oh, yeah, give me your flimsy nub. Okay. Oh, your oh oh your wobbly bit. <laughs> it's getting me all randy. <laughs> okay. Okay. So when she shows us her wobbly bit again it was on her right hand and then it's on her left hand unless she has two wobbly bits i can see her having a leaf blower incident multiple times not just like (laughs) once and she like learned her she didn't learn her lesson yeah um we also have some other interesting hand facts in this episode okay would you would you like it i i would love an all hand fact episode honestly but i mean we could practically do an all teeth episode oh true um But, okay, so when Jimmy Jr. approaches Tina in his horse costume, um, Tina's sitting on a bench writing in her diary. Now, do you know if Tina is left-handed or right-handed? I thought she was left-handed. Exactly. So up until now, she has been portrayed as left-handed, but she is writing with her right hand now. Is that a mistake? I guess. Or is she ambidextrous? Or is that... They're just going full right hand now. You tell it. I mean, you tell me. I don't know. We'll have to pay attention to how she writes in future episodes. Yeah. Okay. So before we jump into the credits, I have one last um, fun little tib- tidbit, wobbly bit. Wobbly bit for me? Yeah. Okay. Um, so this- Give me that wobbly bit, please. <laughs> Actually, this, uh, this goes together, I suppose. So the script cover shows Tina holding butts with Jimmy Jr. and Josh, which is just... To what she, Tina. What she attempts at the end of the dance. She wants, she flies too close to the sun, to the buns. <laughs> Is that what Douglas says? Uh, or Gene says, or something like that. Probably Gene. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I thought that was great. So Tina, she loves those wobbly bits. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Should we get into the credits? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to play, as always, the last few moments. And it actually ends with bob and linda over at tina's dance that tina's not at yeah they're chaperoning they're wasted from the schnapps they've been drinking and they're about to be escorted out of the dance by miss jacobson you mean tone it down like this no that is not what i mean Mm. this is completely inappropriate behavior bobby's first dance Oh my god. Okay, so (laughs) those noises, if you did not know, are Linda vomiting both on Bob's the back of his shirt and the front of his shirt. I can't do vomit in television or movies. I cannot do it and even cartoons. And now I know that I can't. What about in what we do in the shadows? That hilarious projectile like hose vomit. That's like the only thing because it's so fake. Yeah. But, like, now I know I can't even do animated vomit. I just really yeah. can't. If you fake gag around... Here's a little, Stop. Here's, here's a little... <laughs> if you're ever around Skyline, you do, like, a fake gag, Max. she might actually vomit. I'm serious. <laughs> she's going to do it right now. She's, she's going to do it right now. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> she's away from the mic, everyone. Okay, let's let's see what happens after Bob got... Vo- can you handle me playing this clip? Oh, she needs a moment. My stomach doesn't feel very good. <laughs> she needs a moment. Bobby's first dance. Oh, my God. Oh, oh the schnapps. Oh, man. Oh, it tastes like pee. Oh, man. That's all over me. Oh, I got to take my shirt off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose it, too. Can I get a little help over here? Oh, I'm going to lose it. All right, these two out right here. Oh, you're even pretty. She calls over two students, our... That are Tina's friends. She says, it's so funny that she calls and she goes, can I get a little help over here? And it's two students. And she's like, okay, these two out. Like, she's got students working security for her or something. Well, the chaperones aren't doing it, so that's why. Right. When you're angry, little lady. I got it. I got it. You're not security. You're friends with Tina. Hey, get your hands off me. Get your hands off me, little guy. Okay, we're right into the credits. And we hear this beautiful music. What do we see before we get any words here? We see. By the way, wait, wait, before we get into that, Bob mm-hmm. take trying to take the shirt off mm-mm, mm-mm. while he's got vomit on the front mm-mm. and back of it, which means he got it all over his face mm-mm. when he tried to lift it over his head. It grosses me out. 
I think it's a very what? funny. Stop. <laughs> it's really not funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, last week when oh, I can't talk about it. Last week, Biscuit or two weeks ago, Biscuit was sick and <laughs> he threw. He threw up and I I had to go to the bathroom and I started throwing up and so Max was cleaning up Biscuit's vomit and like I felt so bad so I was like vomiting and I was like, How can I help Max? In the other room. (laughs) In the the bathroom, the doors close. Is there anything I can do to make it better? Biscuit's not Um, amused. Biscuit just lifted his head up like, Are you guys telling the world about my vomit sitch? I need a second. <sighs> okay. Um. So I think that is so unrealistic. Like I would be gagging. Like mm-mm. they're very drunk. Mm-hmm. So maybe they just don't care. Like I've mm. I've I had times in my life where I was drunk and passed out in an alley and did not care that I was rolling around in an alley. What? Yeah. Oh, it wasn't a good time. Oh my god. Yeah. It was for my birthday. It was one of my like twenties birthday, and I drank a little too much. Are you okay? I'm okay. I'm fine now. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so sorry this happened to you. It's okay. I've recovered. (laughs) Okay. um, I need to stop talking about vomit and let's talk about these credits. Yeah. All right. So we see Tina. Yeah. We're not in the normal generic kitchen sequence. The background is it kind of looks like um, a, a field or like a park. Yeah. I'd say a park. So Tina, with a bench. Yeah. So like grass and a bench, black and white, like the classic kitchen scene, but we're not in the kitchen. And then Tina's sitting on the bench. And then we see Jimmy Jr. and Gene in the horse costume come in. Yeah. From the right side of the screen. Mm-hmm. And, but it's really great because he like does a few steps in and then like right on the music, kind of like back pedals. It's great choreography. And just FYI. Just in case you were wondering, this choreography is not the same choreography that was in the horse scene in the episode. Oh, it's a special dance for the credits. I like that. Because he yep. wasn't moving around too well, was he, he was. No, I guess, he was yeah. definitely dancing. So I just assumed it was the same movements. And so when we had to rewatch it a couple nights ago, I was like memorizing the choreography of the horse, which was very difficult for some reason <laughs> because I wanted to see if it matched and it it doesn't match at all. Maybe you should do the choreography of the horse for our socials. You want me to get on my hands and knees? How would I do that? (laughs) Absolutely. Maybe we should do it. I'll get on the back and you do the front part. No, I don't. We're getting a horse costume or doing the whole dance. I don't care how much it costs. Um, Let's head back into the credits. Okay. You don't want to. You want to get a horse costume with me and do a dance? Uh, I don't want you at my back. I don't want. (laughs) Think about. What, how Biscuit would react to us in a horse costume. Ugh. The he, trauma. The trauma. More vomit from Biscuit, for sure. All right. All right. Okay, let's see what this horse is going to do. T is for the wagons. Take my breath away. What kind of moves was he doing there for that first? He was, like, backing up. Yeah. Like a little leap back, mm-hmm. a little leap forward, and now he... A couple Jean, foot taps. Gene is the back, yeah. is the caboose, is tapping the back foot. They're really well rehearsed. Yeah, this is a much smoother... They've been working at it. They've clearly been rehearsing. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, so so we can assume... It's also a different location because in the 
um, episode, they're in front of the school, which is concrete. So we could assume that Gene and Jimmy have been rehearsing. Mm -hmm. You know Jimmy loves a rehearsal, Uh as does Gene. Yeah. I never... They should be paired up in an episode. Yeah, they aren't paired up very much, but they both love dancing and music. It's like like ripe for the story creating there, right? Put them together. Have a whole... Let's do it. Let them start a, like... They should write a musical. Yes. And Jimmy should star in it. I love it. And Tina's just sitting there making eyes at the horse. Mm-hmm. I is for the way. I like it when you take my breath away. We got some good leg movements there. Like so yeah. a couple, the, the well, front legs does, cross first. He does a little spin. He does a whole spin. Yeah. Which probably isn't an easy move with two humans in a costume. And then, you know how well, when we're gonna, you- We're going to find out, aren't we? What? We're going to find out, aren't we, when we get our horse costume? <laughs> I guess so. We would spend our money on some shit like that. Anyway. Um, it's probably the most logical stuff we've spent money on in this entire pandemic year. Exactly. Just got to buy that serotonin. Um, does this count if you're wearing a costume like this count as a mask? I think it does. You're probably yeah. protected. Okay. Like I we know. need our neighbors to think we're any weirder. Hey, I'm, I think we're going out in the horse costume. Okay. So... Think if you like sit down on your chair and then you like throw your leg over like uh, Fred Rogers when he's taking off his shoe. They do kind of that movement. Yeah. There's the front feet do it first and the back feet do it. Yep. And is for no one else takes my breath away. All right. And, let's pause and- it there. So we do some like front foot, back foot things, which are cute. But then, and I didn't notice this the first time we watched the credits, the horse goes and nuzzles Tina's hair. You're right. And the hair stays messed up yeah, for the whole um, rest of the credits. And I did not notice that on the first couple watches. I'm looking at the screenshot right now, and her hair is tousled, 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 nuzzled, whatever you want to call it. Um, in fact, for the promo art, I always change the credits that we're doing. So I'll pull a screenshot of after she has her hair tasseled so people can like zoom in on the screenshot art and see. I love it. Yeah. So go look at it right now it if reminds- you're listening to this or oh, yeah. I have maybe haven't posted it yet. Sometimes I post it after the episode goes up. But It'll once you there. see the promo for the episode. Um, it reminds me of that cruise ship episode where she gets the massage. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a little micro version of that. All right, so let's hear the last line of this song here. And A is for asthma. That is a disease that takes people's breath. Oh my gosh! Away. This oh, choreography. Nice, you're a horse. Well, tell me about the choreography Sorry. there. That's okay. We'll go back to well, put they the very did end like, there. They did like a jump in the front legs, jump in the back twice, and then I can't remember. It's very impressive. It's like, it really very is. well done. It really is and much the, better than the in the episode because they were very clumsy. And at the very end there, they just pull a clip from when Jimmy... So Louise is talking into her walkie-talkie, yes. telling Gene what to say into the back of the horse. Gene is telling Jimmy what to say to Tina from the back of the horse, and it's like a game of telephone. So by the time it comes out of Jimmy's mouth, it's not what Louise Very said. Very skewed. And I think what he ends up saying is just like, I like hey, and Tina says, oh... Because you're a horse. That's right, because you're a horse. So she just, they play that at the end here. That takes people's bread away. Oh, that's nice, because you're a horse. And that's over the kind of like ending production cards. But Tina's line doesn't really make sense there anymore. No, it doesn't. Because his last line is about having asthma. Yeah, which doesn't make sense unless the horses have have asthma asthma regularly. But is it like common? 
I don't think so. I think we would know if it was like Hamid so that she would say, oh, that's right. But if anyone knows more about horses and their symptoms, what they can have, it's Tina. Yeah, exactly. We trust her. Yeah. So that's it. Those are the end credits to Two for Tina. Yep. That's right. Highlights, lowlights. First of all, watching the horse nuzzle Tina's head is really cute. And then seeing that her hair stays that way is a highlight. But also just like the the high performance level of this choreographed routine and the fact that it is so much more polished than the episodes and different choreography. Um, that's a highlight for me. What about you? I agree. It's it's It made us fill in that they've been practicing this thing <laughs> and they're going to give it another go and they're going to do it. They're going to perform it again for Tina the way it was supposed to be performed originally. And I'm glad that they've been working on it. And again, like I said, I want to see the Gene Jimmy Pesto episode. episode, episode. Yeah, I feel like they think this is their big break. I think they always think it's their big break. I, I don't think Jimmy Jimmy Pesto Jr. and Gene. I don't think they ever perform like it's not their the biggest yeah. performance of their lives. And something that I really like about the episode and this, he's a horrible singer, but he has no shame. No, and I like that. <laughs> yeah, and the song is not well written. Yeah, so this is uh, the song is obviously a play on uh, Nat King Cole's L. L. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't even get that on the first take because it's just like such. It's like such a bad song. Did you immediately go to that song? Yeah, kind of because yeah. that's the that's the one that you. Is there any other song where they really spell things out? I thought they would have like used the same melody. Yeah, I guess maybe they couldn't. It's too expensive. Yeah, so exactly. So they kind of just do. I their mean, version. Right. And honestly, I did not know the nuzzle until you pointed that out to me. And that hair nuzzle kind of, when we get to scoring here, bumps it up a little bit for me. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that it's a different location. Even though you and I typically like the kitchen sequence. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one, should we get into scoring? Well, I did want to ask you, mm-hmm. I like this m- more than I thought going through it, which is often the case. Um, I missed the kitchen. And... Hear me out. I love the horse. Sometimes I like something more subtle. Would would it interest you to have the kitchen scene and everything's normal except Linda and Bob are like hungover as fuck in the kitchen? That'd be funny. With like vomit on their clothes. Yeah. I don't know. I always get so sad when it moves from the kitchen. So I was like, oh, what could they do in the kitchen? You, it is nice when the whole family's involved. Yeah. Because you do want to see them. Or maybe you can even, they they could be fine and they're just cooking. And the horse comes into the kitchen and starts singing to Tina. And Tina turns around, oh, there's a horse in the kitchen. And everyone just kind of goes about, it's like it's like we said, we like when everyone goes about their business, even though something weird's going yeah. on. Yeah. Well, actually, that would work because like you could see the horse coming in because that's where Gene comes in from mm-hmm. but now we know it's it's not just gene it's jimmy jr and gene uh what were the end credits better than the episode itself no the episode was fantastic yeah and Quite i don't the think opposite, they yeah I, think. I don't think they live as well without the without the rest of the episode yeah if that makes sense should we get into scoring them yeah you go first we score on a scale of <clears throat> one to ten h's at the end of tina's uh <clears throat> I am going to give these a solid 7.5 H's. Mm-hmm. I like the song. I think it's funny. Uh, I appreciate the dancing. And then the nuzzle book got, actually bumped it up a little bit for me. Again, like I said, I miss the kitchen. I typically miss the kitchen. I don't always rank lower when it's out of the kitchen if I really like it. But yeah, I, I do miss the kitchen here. And because Bob and Linda were so funny in this episode, getting drunk at that dance by themselves. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, I missed them in the credits. I would also appreciate, you know what? 
if Jen made an appearance in the credits, it would have been wonderful. I don't know how she would. Maybe she could have been dancing with her wobbly finger, <laughs> her wobbly bit, just like to the music. I could see her just like walking in on the scene and just being very confused and just leaving mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or something. Um, I think I'm going to give it a 7.52. Great. No math. All right. That's Great. it. That's it. Those are the end credits to Two for Tina. Thank you, everyone, as always, for listening. What kind of call to action would you like to give the folks this time, Skylar? It would be so appreciated if you guys would just tell one friend, just like send them the link to our podcast. That would be awesome. And That you, would mean the world to us. Yeah. yeah. That's so such a simple thing to do. Everyone's looking for a fun podcast. We like to think that we're like a a short, quick, like burst of good time in your are you trying in your week to make this a euphemism too no i think we just got wobbly bits on the brain if you don't end this uh episode by the way by saying stay wobbly i'm gonna be very upset <laughs> thank you <laughs> i didn't know what i was gonna say <laughs> Skylar, yeah. is there anything else you want to say before we end this thing just uh stay wobbly, wobbly. nailed it wobbly nailed it. so unexpected here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.